Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good in your world. I hope everything is fine with you where you are. Um, I'm really just basking in the afterglow of the experience that I had with God this week where, you know, there was something that I needed to do and I was very confused about doing it, I, you know, Everything around me was looking like I shouldn't do it, you know. Everything was just wrong, you know. Things kept happening. But I I kept getting this pull, this urge to just proceed with the plan and do that thing that I felt it was right for me to do. And it it wasn't something that I would... It was something that, you know, this sort of... The spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. And then the environmental circumstances around it were just not favorable. So it sort of made sense to not go ahead. It really began to look like now was not the time. But God, I just kept getting this urge to just go ahead. And all the things that I needed to prepare for the journey and for what I needed to do, well, everything just was falling in, into place somehow. So, you know, many times we talk to God and we say we want God to lead us and we're waiting for a word. But I've come to find that when the Bible says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. The leading of God doesn't always come with a word. Sometimes it just comes with a leading. In other words, an urge, a push. A, you know, Because in this case, I couldn't really say, although there was some time when I got a, a word that seemed to suggest that he wanted me to be there, to be at this place and to be there and support, you know, um, a dear friend and sister who I felt would really value my presence at you know at that time, but I wasn't. I won't say it was a clear word. It was almost like well, just it was just like it. Just keep making the moves as though you are going to go. And there was a time when even the Lord was telling me that you know, I was getting a sense of this whole thing about Abraham, and how one must learn how to follow God even in the midst of ambiguity. Because when God actually asked Abraham to leave his family. He didn't really know where he was going and God didn't tell him where he was going. But he just says, leave your family and go to a place that I will show you. I mean, how vague can that be? And, you know, most of us modern day Christians would like to know where am I going before you leave your house? But he just told him to pack up everything and go and said, as you go on the journey, I will show you where you're going to end up. And so so they went and, you know, and, and I'm beginning to realize that, in many situations, that's really how God leads you. Sometimes there's a clear destination, but many times there's not. Sometimes, even when I mean destination, you may know where you're going physically, but where is, how it's going to end up, whether you're even going to be able to complete that journey or finish that work or whatever it is, you really don't know, but it's just important to start and to continue according to his leading. So anyways, this particular um, time, I just kept going on and making plans as though I was doing it, even though a lot of roadblocks, obstacles, things are just happening to make it look like, you know what, it's not that deep, I mean, it's not that deep, just, you know, I just accept that you can't make it this time, you can't do this, but I kept getting that urging, and then the Lord said to me, he said, you know, my sheep hear my voice, and you know, and when you read that scripture in John chapter 10, it's, it's, you know, it says the voice of the stranger they will not hear. Jesus was talking about the good shepherd and the sheep and the difference between the wolf and the hireling and someone who is not really the real shepherd of the sheep and how, you know. And he talked about the sheep, said, my sheep hear my voice. And I, I realize it now that honestly, anyone who is the sheep of God, 
or the sheep of Jesus, sheep of Christ, a real follower of Christ, you will not struggle to hear the word of God. There's just God has just put something in us that makes it easy for us to hear him. And we may not even know that it is him that is speaking. But the familiarity, the unity of spirits that God has put in us by virtue of we accepting Jesus as Lord is almost like a microchip that is in you that just, you know, accept certain signals so you you are able to process those signals you're able to receive them you have a receptor a jesus receptor in you so when jesus speaks you hear it and you may not even know what is processing you or making you um act in a certain way or think in a certain way or go in a certain direction but that installed microchip will enable you and we just process you and make you do certain things it's not mind control it's just a, 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 an urging, a leaning, you will still have to yield to it. But depending on how closely you are working with God, you you probably feel it as a very strong or a firm urge. In this case, I just felt myself being led. I can't describe it. My mind was like ravaging and like, you know what, why, why just pack this thing in. This is not going to work. But I just found myself being led. I now realize that I was being led by the Spirit of God. As I'm speaking, I'm just realizing that. Because honestly, I don't know why I didn't pack it up. In fact, it was a trip that happened within, during the strike. There was an airline strike. So there was every reason for me not to embark on that trip. But I still, because God wanted me to be there. God knew it was going to be important for me to be there. So I just kept going through the motions, trying to get a, a changing flight, trying to see if I could get another airline that was still flying. And this was literally something that I... It was, I had a 24-hour window. It, it was just for if, an, you know, something that was going to be an event, you know, ceremony that would only happen for like a few hours, you know. So there were so many reasons why it just made sense to not just go ahead anymore. But the Lord kept on just, you know, leading me. Honestly, till the last minute, I didn't even know I would make it. But somehow, with a lot of chaos, even at the airport, uncertainty, a lot of things just happening... He just made it possible for me to be able to make the journey. And even by the time I landed in the city where I was going, with a one-hour flight, I couldn't believe that I had actually gotten there. Because, you know, it was it was like an out-of-body experience for me because I was so sure that I would have to go back home. I was so sure that I wouldn't even make it to the airport. I was also unwell in the build-up to the time. I was having serious, severe pain, you know, and I wasn't sure that I would be able to make it. But God just kept telling me, so I kept on making the plans, even though physically I wasn't able to leave the house. And somehow by the time it was time to leave the house, God had dealt with the pain. He'd gotten me, you know, I had met, um, I had gone, gotten in, I had gotten the help that I needed, some medication that helped, dietary, things were just, you know, and I was responding to the treatment. I was, I was, he was guiding me on what to eat, what not to eat, you know, and every, I just, I, you know, everything was just working out. I had to do some shopping, you know, for what I was going to wear. I was able to get my size of shoes and sandals, which, by the way, I hadn't been able to get for, like, years. So it just looked like God really wanted me to go. In the process, I discovered a new shop, by the way, which stocks big sizes in Lagos in my city, which was really nice, you know. So, But, again, there was the whole logistics thing, you know. How was I going to fly there, you know? The airlines were going on strike in Nigeria at the time, an unprecedented move at the most inopportune of times and 
But the point I'm just trying to make is now that I went through it and I'm back, I realized that it was God leading me. And I can't really say I had, I heard a voice saying, you you know, I want you to be there, thou shalt be. I was just responding to a pull, to a pull. And that's it. And I, and I now realized I was God. By the time I went and came back, I knew why God wanted me to be there. I was so glad that I was there. My sister and friend was so happy and blessed my presence. In fact, the love I saw in her eyes, just looking at me being there, it, it meant the world to her. I, I, it, was, it was just, in fact, I'm coming out in goosebumps, just remembering the way she looked at me. She was so... She was so happy. She was so, so happy. So happy. And I'm I'm so glad that I was able to do that for her at that time. And that God was able to make me do that. And, you know, it's... I, I don't think I'm really communicating, you know, so much how this meant and what it meant to me. But it, it was even more significant for me because this was my first time of traveling since the pandemic. I haven't left my city in two and a half years. I haven't left my city in two and a half years it's a big thing for me because for many years i worked in a in in a job that would never allow me i mean i was always all over the place i used to fly a lot i mean i was once working in holland and i used to make day trips to the uk i used to fly into london have a meeting and fly back to holland i mean that was the kind of life i lived for many years you know so Sitting in one city, I didn't even move out of within Nigeria. I didn't travel within Nigeria for over two and a half years. I hadn't been in a plane for two and a half years. It was so this was my first time of going to the airport since December 2019. So there were many reasons why I would just be like, you know what, why would I do this now when you know there's a whole lot of travel disruption and all that? But the Lord kept on leading me and I thank God for the experience. I, even, I woke up this morning and I thanked him because God teaches us through experiences. There's nothing like a lived experience because beyond even the great deliverance he did for me, even in the process, I talked a little bit about what that was like yesterday's music, my last music before this episode. If you want to get a bit more background to this trip and some of what I experienced on it, please go and listen to that music as well. But what I really learned is how God leads us. It doesn't always have to be with a word. Sometimes it is a pull. The Bible says in Romans 8, 14, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. If you read that, the, I mean, from the end to the beginning, what it means is that the sons of God are always led by His Spirit. It's not something we have to force. It's not something we have to make happen. We already have an installed microchip chip that predisposes us to hear God. And to experience a pull that makes us do the things that we need to do in the right way, at the right time, in the right moment. We are connected to the life source of the Father. That power source enables us to function in the way that he would want us to do it. It doesn't shut down our minds, but it enables us to know what is right to do. You know, And that's what he did. So I was so confused throughout this period. And I realized I was my mind. My mind was confused. But my spirit was plugged into the Father. So, but somehow, so because of that, um, so all of this was ravaging within me. But I was unable to, I, I, it was, I, I couldn't pay attention to my mind. Because this strong pull from inside from, was just coming. Not just, in, every, you know, it was just coming. And I realized it was coming from heaven. 
and so I ended up doing well. I'm so glad that I yielded. I'm so glad because honestly, the joy that I gave her, that just my presence there, oh wow, it has blessed me just knowing that you mean, you know, you mean so much to someone else and that there are people who who just really care. I think it was a blessing to me because I didn't realize how much how valued I was. I let's just put it that way. And I think God wanted me to see that. He wanted me to see that. And to know that when he asks me to be in places, it's because he knows that somebody's going to be blessed by it. And that I should not it's not always about me, my my comfort, my you know, my own you know, just my own comfort, my own agenda, my own schedule. But it's really about how God will use his life in me to reach and to bless and to touch other people. So I trust God that he would help me as I go on in these things to to have this missionary ministry approach to the way in which I show up in spaces and places, realizing that it's not about me, but it's about what he would want me to do and, you know, what he, he, he brings through out through me. It was just really an amazing experience. And I think for me, the reason why I'm titling this episode, My Sheep Hear My Voice, is how I was able to do the right thing, not because I heard a you know, direct word from God, but simply because I felt a pull and that God was leading me without words. So without tangible words that I could, my mind could connect with, but that my spirit could get. So it, it's making me realize now that being led by God is not limited to the ways in which, you know, we I have before now felt that it would be, which is God said, therefore. But it's really also a sense of an unction, an urge, a pull, a feeling, a sense, you know, a leading. And, you know, that's, that's enough. And when we get those senses, those urges, those leadings, those pullings, we shouldn't even second guess it. We don't need physical confirmation. We don't need somebody telling us, thus said the Lord, or even God, you know, we, whatever, we're hearing it, just respond to that pulling, that leading, because as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So, um, thank you very much for listening. I am so grateful. I'm probably going to have about six or seven episodes just reflecting on the experience of the last two days. It was really, really important for me, and God used this as a teachable moment to illustrate some of the things he's been talking to me about and just showing me a new way of being and walking and leading with him. It was till the last minute, I didn't know I would be there. I didn't know if it was God's will for me to be there, but with a lot of chaos, with a lot of ambiguity, uncertainty, in spite of all of that, he made all the crooked places straight. He protected my path and he made it possible for me to do that which was what he actually planned for me to do. And it was okay that my mind was confused throughout the process. It was okay that I wasn't certain that I would be able to make it. It was okay that everything seemed to be working against my being able to do it. It was okay that I myself, even in my mind, was thinking, why don't you just pack it all in? But the most important thing was that at the end of the day, 
even in the midst of all of that ambiguity, God was still able to make me realize what was right for me to do and lead me in the path of righteousness for his namesake in the path that was right for me, for his namesake. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for the Lord is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. He prepares the table before me in the presence of my enemies. He will anoint my head with oil so that my cup will run over. Surely his goodness and his mercy shall follow me and mine all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Thank you very much for listening. God bless you. Stay lifted and have a wonderful day in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.